0: Hi, this is David Marquez, and you are listening to The Ultimate Spin. Okay, don't freak out. My name is
1: Miles Morales, and I'm Spider-Man.
2: Welcome back, True Believers. My name is Jack, and thank you very much for downloading episode 35 of The Ultimate Spin, the one and only Spider-Man podcast, specifically for fans of Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen.
1: This is Brian, and in this episode, we're excited to welcome the special guest, Omar Holman, co-founder of BlackNerdProblems.com, to see how Miles deals with the dual threats of the Black Cat and Genki in Spider-Man number five. Plus, we'll look back at the highs and lows of this first arc for Miles.
3: My name's Kyle, and don't forget to hit up ultimatespinpodcast.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast, find show notes, catch up with older episodes, and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter. Our show is by fans, for fans, meaning that we enjoy hearing from each and every one of you about the characters and the stories unfolding. Drop us a line and join in the conversation. So,
1: Omar, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me here.
1: So, for our listeners, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself and blacknerdproblems.com.
0: Oh, uh, I've, uh, I have was a performance poet for uh, a couple of years in New York and New Jersey. And I met my friend uh, Will Evans back in 2009. And we became friends. We started buying into like, comic books and things like that. And it became a joke at first. Like, oh man, like you know first world problems. Like, oh, these are black nerve problems when your girlfriend doesn't know about this or your boyfriend doesn't know about that. And then Will had an idea. He was like, uh, I think around like 2013, t- the end of 2013, he was like, So, what if we made a website, you know, hypothetically? And from there, he, we assembled a mass of people like the Avengers, uh, from the internet to help write for us and <laughs> stuff like that. We haven't even met most of our staff either, basically. Basically. But we have also, we have other people on staff as well. They're, um, Indian, and uh, Asian as well. So, I mean, it's not just, it's not uh, solely Black, it's majority. But, so, it's fun. It's fun there.
1: Cool. Well, yeah, we're excited to have you on. We, um, we found Omar and his website uh, through some reviews that he had written for the current run of Spider-Man that we're talking about. And it was good to get a different perspective. So, hopefully, we can, we can get into that with this issue. But before we get into Spider-Man number five, uh, kick off with some miles news miles is actually leaving the all new all different avengers and is uh, going to be joining nova and kamala in a new book called champions which is going to be written by mark wade and umberto ramos is going to be doing the art
2: yes bring on ramos one of my yes. absolute favorite spider man um artists so i'm very very excited for for champions bring it on
1: were you guys reading all new all different avengers yeah what would you think of it cuz we we started with it and then it just kind of faded away for us but yeah what...
0: i could i could see that the whole like uh vision being um the i guess like the mole whatever i'm like oh i haven't seen this before yeah. but it was, it was it was it was okay i mean I, th- I thought it was kind of a bit like the way he was blackmailing nova and it was kind of like dude you're just tell them what's going on why are you hiding this so but i guess cuz they're younger and stuff it was it was all right it was a safe route to go it wasn't i can't complain too much or anything about it
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to this this book, and especially focusing on the younger characters. I really like yep. what Wade has been doing with Archie. So I think with this, yes. this cast, there's a lot of potential there.
0: He really turned around uh, Daredevil as well. Daredevil and Moon Knight. Uh, he turned around, those. He, well, he was on Moon Knight, wasn't he? He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I always get him and Ellis confused. But yeah, he really, so like, I, I, like, I like what he does, his work. And not all of it, but I like the majority of his work.
1: I became a Daredevil fan with, with his run, and then I went back to to go read some of the other stuff. But then, uh-huh. yeah, as soon as I saw that he and uh, Chris Hamney were going to do Black Widow, I was like, I will follow you yeah. wherever you go till the end of time, pretty much. <laughs> so, that said, shall we get into it? Jack, you want to catch us up on what happened in uh, Spider Man number five?
2: Sure. We start off with Gold Balls, which is the name I refuse to not use all the time. <laughs> I will never use what I now call the F word. Uh, he is always gold balls. He comes to move in with Genki and Miles. And uh, while they're hanging out and sort of getting to know each other a little bit better, they see the reveal of Spider-Man's capture. And Genki has to cover for Miles' recent absences at school. Um, we then go over to the family. And once again, uh, Grandma is not taking any prisoners, to say the least. <laughs> um, speaking of prisoners, we go over to Miles. And he has been captured by Hammerhead and Black Cat and gets a super Saiyan power for some reason, manages to escape, and pretty much Black Cat manages to just slip away, and Miles then catches Morvelins, sets him up, gives him to the police, and we end with Jefferson signing up back into S.H.I.E.L.D. Final page, Jessica Jones looks to be getting involved and uh, investigating Miles and Spider-Man as well. We had talked in the past, like, the previous Miles runs
1: never really got into his race. They almost kind of deliberately avoided that, or at least that's how it seemed. Mm. And I don't know how you felt like in a way I almost appreciated that. Like they were just trying to look at him as a kid. Um, and I figured they would get into that, uh, in time. And so we're starting to see that here. And then with this run, it was all through the, uh, the vlogger Danica, who's like super excited about, you know, miles, he's a person of color. Yay. And that made for some interesting stuff earlier on but to see her pop up again here that's when i started to feel irritated with it because it just (laughs) felt really shoehorned in it's like oh yeah by the way we're talking about this in this series so don't forget yep and uh I, i i don't know like we we talked about like um in issue two when it first comes up and Miles has this reaction where she's super excited, but he's annoyed. And he's like, I don't want to be the black Spider-Man. I just want to be Spider-Man. And Omar, you had written a review uh, for that. I think it's fair to say you were on a kind of similar page initially with that?
0: Yeah. I was... Uh, ah, yeah. It was painful because the the way he did it and um with the... It was like the it's the same argument or same stance we've always seen before, and the, it's just, it's really annoying when the kid's like, oh, no, like, no, not that I can speak for all, like, black kids or whatever, but, like, no, like, that's not like the the approach they usually go for, that, oh, you can tell that's a writer that's not of color writing that instance. So that's why I was kind of, like, eye rolls, like, oh, man, and it really came off as, like, kind of conservative of Miles and shit like that as well. So it was, uh, it was, it just, it just, just to not have gone like him talking about race to like, all of a sudden we're jumping into this now and like, okay, it's coming up. But then like, oh, it's it's not being done in a correct manner or a manner where it's like, you know, make me not cringe uh, as a person of color. Then like, that's when you have like an issue and it would have been nice to, I think there's no issue in handing like the ball, so to speak, off to a writer of color so that they can like, you know, do the job that you can't or speak from the voice that you can't. Uh, as well, which is what I would have maybe even for those two issues, I would have liked to have seen at least.
3: I think for for this one, I pretty much mirror what you're saying, Omar, yeah. especially with the turn from going, Oh, this was all right, and then after later realizing, like, this is a bit annoying. And it's more, I think, kind of gets lost with Danica, the character herself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she is what I don't like about YouTube, and that's the character that she is like, over the top and. Like, I could never go to, say, VidCon, because there would be lots of people like her at VidCon. But that is something that annoys me personally, and it kind of uh-huh. loses the message of what uh-huh. she's trying to get across. And it's like, oh, she's just being all hyper-annoying and loud and taking everything and taking it, making everything look into one big, massive thing, but not being calm about it. And it's like, oh, do you just get over it and get rid... And then when she appears again later in this issue, it's like, yeah, now she's just shoehorning it in. And I've already become annoyed with her character to where I'm kind of zoning out what she's actually trying to say.
0: Do we know if she is, uh, I'm assuming she is a character of color. I'm not, I, but I can't really tell.
1: I can't tell. You can, you could make an inference from skin tone or maybe even her eyes. Yeah. A bit.
0: If it's, if she isn't, then almost, I think that annoyance would come from like a fetishizing uh stance kind of like oh wait like like you know when someone's like trying to trying to be helpful but it's like ah you're kind of <laughs> mm, kind of making it fetishizing there you kind of fantastic but if, like if it's actual like another person of color saying hey this is great this is, you know it's great then it's like oh I'm, I'm more forgiving of that uh if it's not someone that's another person of color then it's like oh that one time yeah i got you all right cool then it's like oh we're still hmm you're really harping on this a lot okay uh
3: yeah. It's even when she goes, "Oh, I'm the fu- if she it's gonna I'm the future wife of Spider-Man." And it's like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that okay. <laughs> I can. Right. <with> <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the, I mean, I think that's him maybe trying to like capture like how kids do, like, "Oh, that's my wife. That's babe." Uh but I that was a bit much. I got you. I,
1: yeah. I'm <laughs> with you <on> <laughs> she's also serving a dual purpose cuz she's providing the exposition so to kind of catch up mm-hmm. Genki and What's his new name? We decided before the show. It's not going to be Gold Balls. He's... Was it
2: Ord? Gold Old. Gold, Gold what is Or,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or what's their shipping? Like, there's, like, Ganky Balls or, what, you know. Anyway, yeah. these these <laughs> two guys figure out what's up, you know, where, where Miles is at because of the footage. And then there's that great scene. It kind of ties it together where Miles' mom calls Ganky. And there's just, like, typical Ganky, like, loyal to the end. Oh. Almost does this weird... Kind of meta commentary on Bendis writing where he's repeating everything she says just to stall for (laughs) time. (laughs) We were really irritated with him last issue for just kind of blurting out, oh, by the way, he's Spider Man. Isn't that great? And then, like, he won me back over right in that moment. Just,
0: you know,
1: stick it up for his friend.
0: I like the move of uh, gold orbs to, (laughs) to, uh, because I was never, I was never just like, he was like the last person I'd expect to see in this series and I also loved him in um in uh, over in oh, X-Men, what X-Men whatever X-Men book number 35 of 400 uh yeah uh I think it was all new X was it all? I don't even remember don't even
1: Uncanny remember.
0: Uncanny yeah I like I liked his character there and like I believe they went to the future and then like some from the future saw him like yo is that, is that it's like, oh my god he's a legend so like <laughs> right. it becomes like even better like further on we'll ever see it whatever but i like his character being kind of like outside of their of their norm and he's coming in so i'm trying to be a normal guy whatever like whatever Uh, i i like his presence there i think that'll be i think he's a good person to have um in that in that cast and that crew if he'll join miles on patrol or whatever i think that's still to be seen or whatever but i think he's i could just i like i like his presence there though
1: it's also interesting because you have this, you know, eight months later gap from Secret Wars, so I guess mutants yeah. are okay now. Like everyone's cool with it. Mm-hmm. I've
0: always wondered. Like, it's funny because like someone else pointed it out to me, kind of shattered my whole view of uh, X Men and mutants and stuff. But like, you hate mutants, but that other superheroes have powers too. So what's the difference? How can <laughs> you even tell? Like how? Would you, like why? Why are you still wait? That doesn't make any sense. And uh, they told me that. And I was like, uh, uh, my brain like exploded.
2: Well, it's it's a genetic thing, isn't it? So it's like people yeah, having problems I, with different skin colors. We're all the same. Our DNA is the same. It doesn't make a difference. But people see ever uh, so slight difference that you know whether you it. Oh, it wasn't Bruce Banner's fault. He turned into the Hulk. But like they see like people have problems with different sexualities and say so, like they have they choose to have a particular sexuality. Or well, they choose to be mutants could be an argument that some crazy right wing Marvel character, I guess, could have.
0: <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, that's. That shattered everything for me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, for the eight months missing, we're going to find out what happened to the X Men in the death of X coming up, which is not the um, like ending of the X Men replacing within humans that we've all been predicting for <laughs> oh, so God. long. It's actually the filling in of the blanks. So I guess that's where we're going to find out why Goldballs is just like everything's fine, everything's normal. I, d- I don't know. He's definitely still a mutant, so there must yeah. be something positive happened towards sort of human yeah. mutant relations in that period I guess
0: what's also um not to mention that that gap after secret wars Jefferson's father remembers that miles is a uh, spider-man yeah. but the mother he the mother knew beforehand even so we're not really but we're not really getting that uh in this story as well if or is it am I am I off because she doesn't know why he's out late she doesn't that the last thing you remember before she died, she
3: knew it was him, so that's yeah, I, it's one of those things that we never knew at what point she realized that he was Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It might have been when Venom attacks, she might have realized, Oh, wait, Miles is Spider Man. Because I don't, because as far as anyone can guess here, she never was, she's never been attacked by, yeah, Venom yeah. at this point, so yeah. it might have been that what was it, what. Brought the ras- rationalization. But, yeah, know, like, it's one of those things. He just, oh, yeah, she doesn't know. Just go with it.
0: I think that was the best part of uh, the ending of Secret Wars of Molecule Man was like, oh, yeah, thanks for the hamburger. Kind of like that was his gift back to Miles for something so small, giving like his mother back. That was, I was like, ah, tears somewhat. <laughs> tears.
1: We were, you know, because our original take is like we were a little mixed on it. Like, yeah, that was really cool. But at the same time that those earlier runs they started off so well and then they kept getting sidetracked for different events. So you would break right. and you would kind of lose this momentum for whatever character development you could have for miles. And his mom dying was one of like the few kind of big moments he has like, Oh, well you just took that away. Mm-hmm. So what does that oh, mean? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, he did it with Peter. I couldn't stand when, uh, not, I'm trying not to bring off track, but I, I couldn't stand when Peter Parker came back, ultimate Peter Parker came back. Mm-hmm. Cause like everything just became undone. You said, and it was said, whoever dies on Ultimate Universe stays dead. Yep. I think he's the only person that ever came back, if I'm
3: not mistaken. Well, technically, then the Green Goblin came back as well. Green oh yeah, yeah two. Yeah. Those two yeah. both of them.
1: Which was incredibly frustrating because at that time the book was called Miles Morales: The Ultimate Spider-Man. It's like, hey, starring Peter Parker. And it was
3: even like he was completely depowered when he came back. Either it was he was still no, yeah. Spider-Man?
0: Yeah, man. I'm like, it, so it was and. Miles is coming over to 616 anyway, so it was like, what was the point of even bringing him back? Nothing's going to be, he's not here, Ultimate Peter's not here anyway, so like, why, 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 why undo all that?
2: Even as the token white guy on this show, I hate Peter Parker. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, Miles Morales forever, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
1: can't
0: say. Tobey Maguire ruined them for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: One of the
1: things I think this book has been doing right was giving Miles a bigger supporting cast. Um, because in the first run, it was pretty much Genki and Judge. And then Judge disappeared because I guess there was no room for him. With all the other events that they had to break for. So this time around, they've got his grandma and they brought in gold orbs um, as part of the cast and some some you other characters.
2: You can't pull every time you say it. Bro. I
1: know. Like, I'm just trying to figure out. I really don't <laughs> want to say it. But grandma, grandma, who I really liked at first oh, and man. now is starting to. Oh,
0: even that, it's like, oh, like that. it's over. The, it's another thing with like, maybe not even, I, I don't want to. I'm going to say it, man. Even if it's not like a thing with race or not, like the lat- the the fiery Latin mom, you know, or the, the, you know what I mean? The fiery like Latin uh, woman or whatnot. But like, I mean, all right, you can be passionate and just want to keep your son, keep your grandson safe. But like the way she's like overbearing, man. And when she tell it like, oh, he's out late, he's do, he's doing drugs. It's really hard not to be like, oh, because it's, you know, this brown kid, of course, he's doing drugs. Oh, he's chasing girls. La, da, da. It's all these, all these things, and then when she said to Jefferson, "Oh, that that's your side," I got so mad. Right. I got I got so upset, and Will was the one that told me, like, "Is he saying that because he's black?" And she's like, "No, I think because of his background, um, his brother, and like the, what they, you know she's referencing his uh his when he was undercover, basically." Uh, and then I'm like, oh, all right, all right, man. But, like, but like, you see how, like, that, because there's one issue with with Bendis, now I'm, I'm leaning over to, even the, even the grandma, even <laughs> the grandma, man. Yeah, her over, like, I, I, and I just want her mom to be like, yo, like, like, calm down Is my, the mom's getting run over and the dad can't say anything because, like, oh, I'm a, I'm going to diss out my grandma. I get like torn up by my wife now. Like, right. so I'm just like, ah, oh, man, someone check this lady. Someone please check this lady.
1: Do you think you'd feel differently at uh, this question for myself too. And for all you mm-hmm. guys, but do you, do you think you'd feel differently if it wasn't Bendis writing that? Let's like, say if it was a person, uh, a Latino person writing it or a black person writing it, that presenting the characters in that way, would it bug you as much?
0: I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Cause then I'm like, all right, well, at least that's the way you see it. But I think, it might. I might still have the same issue, but it would bother me less because it wouldn't be my. It would be. because uh, I feel like this is Benness's. Uh, second strike. Whereas for yeah. that writer, I'd be like, eh. You can, Oh. Oh. Yeah. See. You played it that way. All right. <laughs> but also, like, oh, like, for them to be like, oh, this is modeled after my grandmother. Whatever. She was exactly like this. Like, oh, okay. But because I believe I think I think Bendis had that argument because well, he was like, oh man, wait till you see his grandmother. I think he was. She was modeled after someone from his family. But I mean, maybe you could be putting it that way. But I'm like through that lens, man. I'm just like, ah, right. Ah. <laughs> it was like, ah, I don't like
1: it. <laughs> I'm taking it.
0: You know, I feel dirty reading this book now, dude. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I feel so
1: dirty, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to like the heart of this conflict. Like Miles has been kidnapped by the black cat because he happens to dress like Spider-Man. That's bothering <laughs> her. Like that, that whole rationale, i never kind of sat well with me, but whatever. But then, I think this is, like, my big problem with the book, the way
2: he got out of that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like I said, the the Super Saiyan thing out of nowhere.
3: You know what? We've harped about the Venom Sting over and over again, how it's used way too often as Miles' get-out-of-jail-free card. I've forgotten about this stupid power. i would managed to put the build-up to the ultimate end, and the end of the actual Miles' out of my head completely i forgot about this stupid power <laughs> that makes no damn sense for a character whose powers are spider-based to have you can just fire off this you go super like you said go super saiyans and that's just the energy that pulls out when they all start screaming and all that nonsense and it's back and he can he just went, oh oh uh, uh. okay, yeah i remember how to do it now uh, fine done <laughs>
1: And you know what killed me too? It's like issue one is like Blackheart, this demon that like takes out the entire Avengers roster, all like Thor down, Iron Man down. It's like, he comes in there, all done. Now he's tied up in a chair. You're going to love this. Trust me. What you're seeing now is my normal state. This is a super Saiyan. And this is to go. EVEN
3: FURTHER
2: BEYOND!
0: Overkill. <laughs> like, oh, you use your hyper combo now? You, yeah. You use meter three now? That's what you use? It? <laughs> okay, okay, not
2: right.
1: I, I couldn't break out of a chain, yes.
0: Yeah, I, that overpowering issue, it's been kind of annoying with Miles. I think, also, what made Peter so great is that, all right, I got reflexes, superhuman strength, Proportion of a spider, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can stick to walls. Yeah, I have web shooters. That's all I got. <laughs> that's it. Like the rest is basically just hand to hand. So, but you get Miles like I can, I can, I can live with the camouflage, the the, the venom sting. Okay, because even uh, Spider Woman had her venom blast or whatever. Like, all right, that's cool. But the the yeah the the super saiyan, <laughs> I guess like I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be like charging up all of these venom blasts into like one huge discharge. I'm like, all right, I don't know anything. If spiders did that for real like they'd probably be running things instead of humans. Like that's cause I can't, I can't, maybe they do it in Australia. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I like, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's just a bit, that's it's a bit much of a, you know? So I think that might get taken away down the line.
1: It just seems like, I and mean, we, I feel like we've gone down this road before where like, if you go all the way back to the first arc, the whole uncle Aaron thing and how really interesting I found it really interesting and um kind of heavy and then it all stopped because they had to switch over to the crossover event they were going to do Divided We Fall. So all of a sudden, Miles is like just coming into his own, like, all right, congratulations. You're a member of the Ultimates, the country's at war. Let's go fight. It's like, and then we broke again. It's like, oh, Galactus is here. You know, stop what you're doing. And now uh, we've got these spider twins running around. Stop what you're doing because the Earths are going to collide. And now, as soon as, like, Civil War II is coming, He's like, oh, here we go, because this is going to have to wrap up quick. Like, how are they going to do this? Like, sure enough, like like you said, Kyle, like, your get-out-of-jail card. That frustrates me so much, because I think they're, especially in this run, like, he's, it seems like he's trying to do some interesting things in terms of exploring and developing Miles as a character. When you keep falling back on this, it doesn't make him interesting. I mean, like you said, Omar, Peter was... He had his basic abilities, but then he That's was it. that was it. And then he had to use his brain and come up with strategies, and this didn't work, let me try this. Mm-hmm. But if you had this in your back pocket all the time, it's literally the end fight now button. So we were talking about um, carryovers from the previous universe and Rio not suddenly not knowing who Miles is. But then one thing mm-hmm. that did carry over is Jefferson's past with S.H.I.E.L.D. is still yep. intact, and Miles yeah. is somehow connected to them. So he has no identity online or whatever which i'm surprised like you'd think he might have noticed that by now but okay <laughs> what'd you guys feel about that
0: that was awesome and i, I, I love that ending too like oh i'm back in the full because that it it shows the dad kind of like taking like all right i can't just sit back anymore like if he's gonna i know he's out doing this i can't stop him from doing this i left him once uh because he blamed him for the mom's death or whatever like, let me take the precautions to help this kid out, and that means I have to get back in the fold. And so be it. Like, that's give us that. Shit. That's that's the. Shit I want. I'm out. Do you guys curse on this podcast? I didn't even. <laughs>
1: that's okay. We'll work around it. We're good.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Be so yourself. Be, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> let us work around. Beep, That's that. Yeah, but like that's incredible to see. He's taking like basically taking control into his own uh, into his own uh, accord and account and being accountable for his son as well and it's going to be I'd love to see if he appears in other books too, being a shield agent as well
1: interesting that didn't even occur to me that he that they could do that but mm. hmm, I like that yeah because those those two flashback issues from the
2: previous run those are two of my favorites i think in in all of it yeah, I'm interested to see where how much more Jefferson gets involved in this now because i've always liked him. As a character, even when he was kind of the whole thing dealing with his brother before that was really cool. And now getting him more involved. And this is kind of his way of stepping up to his mother-in-law as well, which is something we've been kind of waiting for him to do for a while. So I'm really intrigued to see how his involvement in S.H.I.E.L.D. and that kind of, like you said, Brian tied to Miles is going to be developing throughout this series.
0: When Miles told him to grow a pair, I was like, I would never say that to my dad. Or, oh. or, or think, yeah, I would never even think that. Okay. Like, oh, you're getting brave now. I have spider powers and that helped me in that
3: situation.
1: For uh, Jack and Kyle's benefit, there is a Chris Rock had a show. Everybody Hates Chris. I don't know if you guys, if it made it over there. Yeah, we got that. One of my favorite lines was like, you know, if I, if I said anything like that, my mom would slap me into another ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> I <can't> remember that. <laughs>
2: so speaking of moving forward what do we think though those last couple of pages mean for the investigation into Miles
0: that was Jessica I think was she like undercover or something because she had a bunch of like piercings in her ear and she looked like way younger too
2: I I assume that's Jessica Jones like she contacted uh, Alias Investigations and how how does
0: i no know jessica jones like that got like, so many
2: questions i was irritated
1: because they just telegraphed the cliffhanger like should that should have been like a really dramatic page you're supposed to know who that is but it's right on her phone like alias investigations so
2: yeah if it had just had the word like investigations.com and then clicked it and you'd be like okay and her thumbs over the word alias or something like that and be like, okay that's fine and then yeah right at the end you're like is that jessica jones like i did that anyway because you're right omar like is that jessica jones She's one of those characters that is never, doesn't have any like real defining physical features. She's yeah, a, a, yeah, yeah. a dark-haired young woman in either her twenties or thirties, depending on the depiction. So I'm like, I, I guess that's her. Is she I is she younger now? Like you said, does she suddenly got piercings? Who so you know
0: <laughs> She looks way younger. So I'm like, is she undercover? Is she a high school senior? I don't know if <laughs> she's driving. So.
2: Suddenly going to be classmates with gold and everything. <laughs>
0: is it calculus with them Yeah,
1: You heard it here first. I think Jack called it. So just... Yeah, yeah you
0: got it. <laughs> you're right. Like she has a kid and a husband. What is
2: going on? You'll see that gif of like Steve Buscemi like, hello, my fellow kids. Like,
1: <laughs> Skateboard on his shoulder just to back up a step like the whole bringing the black hat in in the first place seemed really random i I think she's supposed to be the new kingpin
2: yep you're right they literally call her that on the opening intro don't they the criminal kingpin black cat i'm like really
1: okay right so it was like okay maybe they're gonna go for this echoing the original peter kingpin dynamic which was great storytelling it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel earned here just she just kind of shows up and I, i we're not Following it too closely, but like somewhere else in the Marvel universe she's working with silk, so does she have a yeah spider problem or what like i I didn't i given up trying to reconcile it with you know kind of everything else this is kind of in its own bubble
0: it's it's kind of left it's like a residual from when uh Dr octopus was on spider man's body and he like molly whopped the black cat I'm like yeah, geez, that's I mean right. as she should be. I mean, I, I think Peter tried to explain that to her and she's like, no, that doesn't matter. I'm like, well, I mean, how many times does somebody get taken over by someone else? You know what I mean? And like earnestly, that would happen to Peter too. Like, I'm not saying get over it, but I'm like, we're still, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's just that leftover that like, that's what, that was the defining change for us. Like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do this villain thing 24 seven, eat, sleep and breathe it.
3: Like, but I'm also but like,
0: ah, ah, you need more people? We don't believe you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Because as a wrestling fan, I've seen a lot of terrible heel turns, and this is definitely up there.
0: <laughs> that's it. That is it. It's like John Cena turning heel. Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. I'm glad to see Captain Quaid back. I'd love to see Spider-Man have that kind of police connection again.
0: You didn't leave a note. You didn't leave a note. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> Good. But even with the return of Quaid, it looks like we may never see um detect- we may not see him, we may, detective um Bendis and Marquez and
1: their oh, gorgeous yeah. adventures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they probably retired after cracking their greatest case that we never got to see.
0: <laughs> was it was it issue five? does like, is it how does a rebirth even work? How can you be Yeah, that's, that's this one. That's it. A- <laughs> oh. It really feels like Marvel and uh, DC have gone like to like WCW versus WWF, wrought <laughs> like the Monday Night Wars. <laughs> it really feels like that. right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, oh, he's taking any Shots. He's just like correcting everything on, over on DC. Fix this too. All right, fine. Everything gets rebirth. Fine, whatever.
2: Now, now you're speaking Kyle's language, Omar. Yeah. yeah. Can we
3: have can... Omar more
0: often?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like <Omar. laughs> You guys can have your own wrestling spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: right. <laughs>
1: What'd you guys think of the way Miles and Ganki patch things up?
0: When you've been friends that long, like you're gonna be like, all right, look, man, I was, I, I'm less upset than when I was at first, but that was a, that I was a huge surprise. That was a huge surprise when Gank did that. I was like, wow, ah! I, I think that should have maybe still take like another issue or two, but like they've been friends that long, like it's you, you, you're about due for a huge fight like that. I mean, that was. I don't see what could be a bigger, like, dis- uh, distrust than that, unless he told his mom or something like that, I mean, like, if he was forced to. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was quick, but, like, I'll take it.
3: <laughs> for me, I don't know if it's because they're more mature than me, which is, you know, always a possibility. But I would have held a bit of a growth <laughs> for a bit longer than this. But, oh, the next day, was it the beating that made him get over it? I don't know. But I still, I felt like he kind of forgive it. Seemingly, at least in this page, seemingly forgiving him way too much. Yep. So that quickly. I mean, still, man's told someone, granted he's a superhero himself, but he's told someone your probably your biggest secret that you don't even want your mum knowing. So maybe hold off on the forgiveness a little
1: bit. Kyle, that's an unseen side effect of the superpowered venom sting. You just get really mellow and kinda happy, <laughs> like, hey, it's all good. We're cool. But but I think you're right in that like it did, especially because of the way they've been portrayed for all these years, they were, I think they were due for a little bit of a a falling out and something like that is huge. you could argue it both ways. like they've been friends for so long. It's like, okay, yeah, I get it. We're good. We're good. Let's, let's just move on. But then I don't know. I don't think that's as interesting in a, in terms of a fictional narrative. I I would have liked to see a little more.
0: Doesn't Gank create the, uh, he's doing that research. He re-ups miles on the spider webbing, doesn't it? Or does miles make
1: it or do they both make it? Well, is any sponsored by the actual Spider-Man now? So it's all kind oh, of okay. That would
0: make, okay, because I was gonna say like, if you like, all right, look, I'm running low. I'm gonna have to talk to him eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't, I didn't even think about it if he was sponsored. By. Oh, that makes that makes sense. That makes. Why did he? Peter wanted to like just to, to 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 go back to the first issue when Peter was like, oh, I don't know about you being Spider-Man anymore. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what is this? What? why That annoyed me too. I was like, what? like why? Why would you? I, I don't know, it's, it's just like a. It's got me on that train of thought for some reason. I had no idea why that would be like, obviously. They keep taking Miles away from us.
2: It seems like the interpersonal conflicts are so, like, sort of brief every single time. Like, you're not ready to be Spider Man. And then five pages later, it's like, go on, Miles, you little scamp. Go on, yeah. be Spider Man. And then Ganky's, like, blown a massive secret. There should be a big deal. Like, Marvel characters literally fought wars over revealing of secret identities. Like, that's not a small deal in this universe. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, buddy, it's fine. Like, okay. It, it felt out of character for Genki to do it in the first place a bit for me, but then have it resolved so quickly? Like, why bother then if it's resolved so quickly?
0: You know why I think it's resolved so quickly? Because, like, nine times out of ten, I'd say ten, 11 out of ten times, whenever Miles meets, like, a new, a new villain face-to-face, he's always maskless his mask is always taken off <laughs> always and then the, they took it off with the black I'm like are you I'm like we don't have a fail safe at this point like it's <laughs> always taken I've never seen someone get their jewels ran more times than Miles Morales <laughs> my god Parker passed out one time but he webbed up his mask so it couldn't be like taken off I'm like at least do that dude something man everybody should know who this kid is at this point yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah. so many superheroes have those like little contingency things like yeah. oh, you can't possibly peel the mask off because it'll give you an electric shock. Build a venom sting in there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> if he went Nova at that point, i will be like, okay, there we go. Like, defense mechanism for that. Alright, fine, I'll give you that. Overkill is warranted there. But like, at, like this dude, like, at this point he might as well just walk around. He might as well, like, Jon Stewart it, man. Just just go around Maxless dude.
1: but it's that weird thing of like so now that you know it's all one big happy family universe what is miles's motivation or purpose because the old the old one he was living up to a legacy but now the current spider-man is alive and well and he's got to get his approval apparently so Mm -hmm. yeah the the question of like what drives him is is still kind of floating out there
0: it's still a legacy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you see that for spider I don't think that argument can be made for Spider-Man. There's a Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, Spider-Girl 2, Spider-Girl 4, Spider-Gwen, like yeah. all these other spiders. But it's still a legacy thing. But it's really more so with Nova and uh, Kamala Khan than Miles now. Because as you said, like as he's over here now and there's like 50 other spider titles and 50 other spider characters, it kind of gets watered down. But like they st- it's still like that that next generation feel which marvel needed because uh dc was really good about that with teen titans like they had like oh superman and junior superman you know batman robin wonder woman wonder girl like dc's had that for years you didn't really have that in sidekicks as much in marvel and now they call them legacy characters but really they're they're really they're they're the sidekicks but they're have their own story so not really sidekicks they're they're stuck in that in between which is uh a good way to see them fleshed out in champions which is like it's about it's about due now for them to like really like as a team have their own uh, since they have their own books individually have a team book as well. But like it, it's it's still a legacy slot, but like not. So it, you're it, you're right; it is a weird like ether situation.
1: But as you say, like Marvel doing a lot of work with the next generation and like kind of taking these mantles and repurposing them with you know whether they're. Changing the gender or the race—that's that's a whole big mixed bag in, in and of itself. I mean, what's your what's your take on that?
0: It's a twofold thing. It's always cool to see the stat quo change, but then you always see the stat quo come back, and you you just split it down the middle. Case in point with uh, Captain America. This dude, this dude survived a time bullet. This guy got turned into a life alert commercial. <laughs> he comes back though. So, it, and I mean, I feel like it's always a good two years that oh, Sp- Miles Morales. We had him. I feel like we had him for Spider Man as about two years. Peter Parker came back. We had uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, about a year and a half, two years. Uh, Steve Rogers comes back. For in the case of Nova, I think Richard Rider is gonna. Maybe Richard Ryder will stay dead. He's probably gonna come back. Uh, but, like, that's, you know, that's still his own, own thing as well. So his, he is a new stat quo. Kamala Khan, she took over Miss Marvel. There is no Miss Marvel. So she's filled a vacant spot. So she can stay the new stat quo. And you get to share that because, uh, what's it called? Uh, Carol Danvers, like, evolved into Captain Marvel. So they have that dynamic. It's really only with, like, new Black Spider Man or, or as with uh, Riri Williams, uh, mm. Venice's new character coming out, the new Iron Man, even though. Is she gonna keep that name? Is it gonna be a gender thing? Maybe she's trans. Maybe she's not. Like, it's how long? I give that another two years before Tony Stark becomes Iron Man again. And also, it's uh, if Ben starts talking race talk with her too, and I had to quit that book. I, I yeah. off, off, off the jump. But I feel like the stat quote changes. But then the stat quo changes. But then it also it becomes shared. So that's what I've we I've noticed. uh, it's been the trend of Marvel to be thus thus far
3: for me so it's usually a case by case basis what Selma is saying is is, again another thing I agree with it's only matters for a couple years and then we revert to back but I always make the, always say to everyone who has a problem like when Miles took over when Jane Foster, spoilers, became Thor (laughs) uh, spoilers
2: from two years ago
3: I mean, I say it on purpose. You know this by now. Uh, but the stories that exist before will always exist anyway. Uh, it doesn't work as much uh, where after two years and then and the swap back and you go, oh, well, the stories are always, is that all two years of them and then you've got sixty, seven years of Peter Parker before or whatever like that. But am I going to read this new Iron Man book? Or whatever Iron Woman, Iron Man, I don't know. Because it's a black character, maybe. I'm not jumping, I'm not like, oh, I really want to read an Iron Man book now, and this will be the thing that tips me over. It's like, if it's good, I'll enjoy it. I'm just concerned on whether the story itself is good more than anything like that, which kind of sounds like a cop-out answer, but <sighs> it's sometimes how I feel.
0: With, just to interject one more thing, like, it does seem like, all right, they w- all right, guys, they want diversity black iron woman black spider-man bam bam like all right cool that's phase one now it'd be nice to see writers of color writing these characters as well that should be like phase two and we're already in phase two and it seems like marvel's gonna have to like catch up with that as well like yeah we want these characters okay now about who's writing them and getting the work now now it's like it's getting deeper now as well so like instead of rehashing the same stories how about you get a writer uh, a writer of color to do it so to get something different uh at its case in point with Tanahisi Coates writing Black Panther.
2: Oh man. Tanahasi Coates is like writing the best book being yeah. published by Marvel right now in my yeah. opinion. So good, so good. And Marvel seems to be pushing this thing like you're saying there's we now have basically every core Avenger like you would think not founding members but like the the layperson would think apart from Black Widow I guess so you've got mm-hmm. Kate Bishop as Hawkeye You've got Jane Foster as Thor, Miles Morales as Spider-Man. You've got Sam Wilson as Captain America. You're going to have Riri Williams as Iron Man, Iron uh, Woman, whatever. Like Amadeus Cho yeah, as the Hulk. Amadeus yep. Cho as the Hulk, exactly. Perfect example. Again, maybe my other favorite book at Marvel right now, because that book is ridiculous. Um, right. In, in the best way possible. <laughs> um, but, like, it, they seem to be obsessed with diversity in their cast of characters. And you're right, Omar, they're not necessarily ticking the same sort of boxes and, and keeping like pace with that when it comes to the creators and whether that's like, like this is a, you know, a a Caucasian dominated industry. It is in general. And there are probably literally less, professional black artists than there are white artists just because it's so ingrained in this industry for the last 50, 60 years. But we're going to see that change as we, as we go forward, hopefully, unless Trump takes over the world and we're all completely screwed. (laughs) In theory, we're heading towards a better place and a brighter future. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Until he starts building his walls and whatever. Um, But yeah, in theory, we're going to see more black creators, more Hispanic creators, more Asian creators, Native American creators, whoever joining Marvel and DC and publishing, self-publishing stuff, indie and image and whatever. Fingers crossed. So I I hope, you know, people are getting those opportunities and then you get the kind of like diversity in the different kind of opinions and and the perspectives on the world you get from living a different life as a, in a different country or as a different race.
1: I hope so. It's like, I would, try to th- imagine it from like the editorial or the business side of it. Like you want to, you know, it's not just, you don't want to tick boxes, but if you're going to hand the keys over to somebody to drive one of the higher profile books, you want to make sure that person has been, you know, is capable of handling it. So yep. you you want to kind of go through and figure out like, who are those creators and who can we get? You know, like Coates is a perfect example of like a great, great fine, but then who else is on that level or who, who can you trust Definitely. with an Iron Man or a Spider-Man book?
3: It's one of those things as well where they're also the safe books. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, they are pretty safe. For as much as people complain about Dan Slott's writing, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man's still one of the highest selling books. True. Batman will always sell more than just about everything else. So yeah. when with the big characters, I don't feel like there's as much of a quote-unquote risk to be made at that point, because hell, they they reboot it every year anyway. So what difference is it They reboot with new creative teams anyway. So what's the harm in giving it to someone else? Further, at least for at least the short term, is that way you see if they're any good or not. Because regardless of race, there are people can write terrible stories about a lot of terrible things, and pe- and it works the same for writing good stories. Yep, that's a fair point. Preach,
1: preach <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: I stopped reading. Um, well, uh, it was a new, it's a new Moon Knight. I forgot who's Wayne
2: Warren Ellison Shelby, and then it went over to come no no no,
0: it's not Shelby's not back on it. I think I for, I forgot who's
1: Lemire. Is it Jeff Lemire? Lemire, Lemire is right. is it. on it I now. Was,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: I was with it. I was with it, and then he said, "Because uh, Moon Knight, real quick, was a uh, Koshnu god. You guys know Moon Knight, Koshnu god, whatever, uh, Egyptian god, whatever." And he's like delving more into the mythology of it, and it's like, wait. Uh, Moon Knight finding out like oh you're not a you're not an egyptian god he was like oh the egyptians were our playthings close the book i i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't keep reading all huh. that man i could i wanted to get into it so badly but i was like oh the egyptians the people that you know kind of modeled civilization before anyone they like, never get enough credit oh they're just the playthings play things even though this is fiction i i can't i i, I just could not so that and Lemire is a great he's a good writer but as you just said like good writers can do like bad stories as well so it's hit or, it's always going to be hit or miss. So just give the person the shot, so they can say that the Egyptians are just playthings of these deities, and I can you know not mess with that book anymore. Caught myself on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be it for this uh, this run. Now we're gonna switch gears for for Civil War Two. Sarah Bickley stepping down from the book oh, for a while.
2: Man, that's a shame. Aren't yeah.
1: So it's a it's a new artist, uh, Nico. Leon, um, but I had reached out to her on uh, Instagram to say, you know, is that it? But she said she'll be back on eleven. But then I also don't know if this book is going to go bi-monthly. I think it's supposed to, though, isn't it? I don't know if I'd seen that confirmed, but that seems to be the understanding. Why well, isn't bi-monthly these days? Let's be
2: honest.
0: <laughs> Batman is just weekly now. Like, geez.
2: yeah, exactly. If it's not bi-monthly, it's weekly. <laughs> it's- As we wrap
1: it up, Omar, just so you know, we um, we don't do a. Traditional scoring system on this show, we try to just sum up our reaction to the book, you know, using any three words, any way you want to use them.
0: My phrasing for the book would be, mm, didn't see that.
2: Didn't see that.
0: <laughs> did not, like, did you not see it coming? Did you not see it before? What? What is it? Cliffhanger. Mm, just do that.
3: <laughs> um, I'll go now. Um, we'll
2: go way too convenient. <laughs> yeah. ah, nice.
3: nice.
2: <laughs> I was going to go for. Super Saiyan Miles. <laughs> with, with a question mark and an exclamation mark at the end. Of the <laughs> Actually,
0: the accent makes it even better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think you might win it because all I had was, oh, that again. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: want to change mine. I want to change mine. Go for it. Go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i think we're safe to say we all agree on this kind of issue. <laughs> I mean, and we've broken omar i, mean,
1: yeah, I mean. omar's broken <laughs> oh man uh so anyway that's what we thought of this book but we would love to hear from you guys and what you thought of this issue and the arc so far and where we're headed next so let us know you can connect with us on twitter at the ultimate spin or find us at ultimatespinpodcast.com. Omar, thank you so much for sitting in with us. This was a great time.
0: No, no problem, man. I'm glad you guys could have me. I'm glad to be here, dude.
1: Where can we find you online?
0: Oh, blacknerdproblems.com, uh, up there. You guys do a podcast on Spider-Gwen as well, right? Mm-hmm. We have. I have a friend, uh, Jordan, who actually reviews it. So if you wanted to get him on a podcast, he's equally funny. I mean, he's not as pretty as I am, but you know, you you, know, you won't see him, so it won't bother you. The man is
2: hideous. We do have a certain uh, minimum is. level of attractiveness for guests on this yeah. show. I didn't know. Exactly. <laughs> I Was get that meaning course. that I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: so if you want to have him on your podcast as well, he's 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 pretty insightful. He really loves the book too.
2: Sounds good, man. Definitely, Omar. Do you have like a Twitter handle or anything like that? People uh, can reach on my name,
0: Omar, uh, Omar Holman at Omar Holman. I ain't got no gimmicks. This is me. I tell you who I am. If I don't like your book, you know where to find me.
2: <laughs> A shout out to the creators you've angered over the years. Exactly. Right? Right,
0: right. Greg, Greg Duncan, I don't know what I did. This guy blocked me. I, I never tweeted at him, I never said anything to this man, and I love his work on, uh, on Deadpool. I, I don't. I don't know what I did, but I, I. I go back and check. I'm like, I am still blind. What did I do? What, I,
1: didn't,
0: I didn't. I'm not a troll, dude. I did nothing. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
3: You can find me on the Twitter at justkylemc for you know more of my nonsense. More wrestling, by the way. I'm watching more wrestling, so you can get more wrestling tweets. That's where the millions will follow. Find me. The Twitter. I feel
1: like they needed That's a thunderclap funny. after that. Like.
3: <laughs> Shout out to Chris Jericho. Um, but yeah. What about you, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie boy?
2: Uh, that is my Twitter handle, actually. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not even close. At uh, JLW Chambers is my Twitter handle. I also host another podcast, the Intercomics podcast, which, funnily enough, is bimonthly. speaking of that. Uh, every two weeks, we gather together and talk about a variety of comics, including Miles Morales and Spider Gwen, like we do on the show as well. So, uh, yeah, at into comics pod is the place to check out my other podcasts as well.
1: And as for me, you can find my reviews for Miles Morales and Spider Gwen over at Superior Spider Talk.com, also home to the Amazing Spider Talk podcast. And as for Twitter and Instagram and other podcasts I'm on, you can find me over at Project37.net. Before we go, just want to say thanks to Kevin D. Hartnell for our Miles theme music. That's it for us for this episode. You can check out our other episode that we're releasing this weekend, which is about the Spider-Gwen annual. And coming up, what's next for Gwen in issue number 10, Spider-Gwen and a new artist and new arc kicks off for Miles as he joins Civil War II and Spider-Man number six. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you soon on The Ultimate Spin.